0: Here we go. Welcome to the first ever podcast. I'm your co-host, Trevor Petrillo, alongside Matt Schrum. How are you doing today, Matt?
1: Good boss. How are you doing today, man? I'm excited. I can't wait to talk some football. Let's get I'm doing after. well. I'm doing well.
0: So we're gonna talk about fantasy football to start on our first pod. We're going to break down quarterbacks, quarterback busts, where we see you can get good value at later rounds and early on as well. Then we're going to run through the running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. So let's start here with the quarterbacks. Obviously, besides Lamar and Patty, there's uh, Dak Prescott on the top, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Matt Ryan, and Deshaun Watson. So what do you think about those five guys, man? Who sticks out to you?
1: Uh, I love Kyler Murray. I think he's a great player. I think they have a great systematic offense. Um, Obviously, they brought in the weapons this year. Uh, Resigned Kenyon Drake. I think another year under that system, I think uh, Murray's going to flourish. I mean, he was at what? Most leagues he was in the top ten last year, QB as a rookie. For sure. Uh, I think he can only get better. Um, I think he's a great value pick um, after the guys you mentioned. I think anywhere, I mean, if you want to step up and take him in the third round, anywhere from that three to six round, you know, I think would be pretty solid. What do you think over there?
0: Yeah, I I like him as a player for sure. Absolutely, he's a stud. I'm a big weight on quarterbacks guy. If you don't get Mahomes or Lamar, I would just wait because there's not much difference between Dak, Russ, Murray, Deshaun, those guys. Looking down the list I have right here, I'm obviously, I'm Tom Brady's my guy. I think that he's going to tear it up, bounce back here. He struggled a little bit last year. New England had no weapons. Up. Edelman was it. Nikhil Harry struggled to get on the field. Sanu really didn't fit. As you can see, they just released them yesterday. Okay. So, uh, Tom Brady's a guy I'm looking at, and Matthew Stafford. They have Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, and TJ Hawkinson. Last season, week when he got hurt, I think I heard it week or nine, week nine he got hurt, he was uh, tearing it up. He was like top five points-wise through the first nine weeks of the season. So, uh, I think Stafford will start on the right foot again.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, good to go off of as well. Um, I think Tom Brady going with that. Uh, I mean, Winston finished top five. Uh, some leagues based off PPR, he was top three quarterback. I think, like you said, moving Tom Brady into an offense with weapons like that, um, Godwin Mike Evans, Gronk, OJ the LeJuice, uh, with that coaching staff, I think Tom Brady's ready to roll for a top five performance Um I also think Matt Ryan is, I mean, Matty Ice is right there every year. I mean, the last few years, he's, he could be anywhere from one to five. I mean, he got hurt last year, and that really hurt him. But before that, uh, like you said, with Stafford, he was on a tear. Uh, that offense was rumbling and uh, rolling, and I think they're going to do that again this year.
0: Yeah, I, uh, Matt Ryan's always, you can always trust him in fancy because they're going to throw it around. They may be behind in some games,
1: so they're going to have to throw the ball around to
0: get back into the game. Rookies-wise, the only person I really trust is uh, Joe Burrow. That's one of my bold predictions. I think Burrow finishes in the top 12 for quarterbacks this season. They have He has a ball of weapons. A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and uh,
1: they can turn around and
0: hand it to uh, Joe Mixon one of the best underrated backs in the league. But uh, what do you think on, about Joe Burrow?
1: Oh, I love Joe Burrow. I uh, I agree with you in the top, twelve. I think that's definitely going to happen um, coming out of Cincy camp. I mean, the only good things about Burrow getting better every single day. Brings the leadership. Like you said, tons of weapons. Uh, just side mixing. He's happy now coming out of the backfield. Um, I think Burrow, you know, the picks might be there. I think he's going to have a similar year to – Daniel Jones, and we can get on that topic after this because we both love him. But, um, no, I think Burrow will be right there, throwing in the mid-20s for TD passes. Um, anywhere from that 3,500 to 4,000 yards. And, I mean, he's going to throw picks. It's probably going to throw 11 or 13, but if he's getting you big chunks, and let's be honest, I mean, that division's a tough, digit, tough division. I mean, if he's got a lot of junk yards, I feel like he's going to get you know throughout the season and for fantasy goers, that's a great thing. So I think Burrow's gonna be right there. Uh, you know, similar to Daniel Jones, kinda how Kyler Murray finished in the top six last year. So I think that's a good thing to roll with.
0: Yeah, I mean there's gonna be growing pains obviously going into that division. Oh it's a physical division, cold weather division. So he's not gonna do L S U, obviously. But yeah, let's hit on Daniel Jones. Obviously, rookie last year had a pretty good last year. Tore toward, up towards the end of the season. I mean, he has some weapons. Evan Ingram, tight end. If he can stay healthy, I think he's going to have a big year. Sterling Shepard's one of my uh, undervalued guys in fantasy draft. He had a pretty decent last year with Jones. They have Darius Slate and obviously Saquon. We don't have to touch on him much. But uh, it's also on Daniel Jones.
1: Yeah, I love Daniel Jones. Um, you know, maybe the knock is he's got another system to learn. But, I mean... In this day and age, I don't think that's much for him. I think he'll get over that and get adjusted pretty quick. I love Daniel Jones. Um, quick stat for you. The last seven games, uh, four of the games, he threw for over 300 yards. In uh, three of the games, he had four TD passes or more. Uh, in that span of that last seven games, he had 18 touchdowns and just five interceptions. Um, I know he that's had some, fu- some fumble issues, but in those last seven games – um he only had the five picks so I think he showed that he can get better each week and I think you know coming in the offseason I mean he looks great um he's in great shape he's been throwing it around the yard. um so I think Daniel Jones is a great pick I think like you said talking about getting Q- 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 QBs late uh, I think you can get him past that that nine nine and past and He's going to be a great guy to have. I think you can depend on him. I see 30 touchdown passes. I see over 4,000 yards, and I think that's a great, solid pick.
0: Yeah. Jones will tear it up. Last on quarterbacks right here, if you're looking for late-round quarterbacks, which me and Matt both agree, it's pretty good strategy. I like Gardner Minshew for one reason. I think they're going to – they're trying to tank, obviously, let go of – Lenny Fournette, and they just traded Rodney Harris Harris to the uh, Browns today. So, they're trying to take. But my thought behind it is they're going to have to throw it a ton. They're going to be down. They're just going to let Minshew throw it around. They're going to throw it around. doesn't matter what happened. I like him and DJ Chark this year for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. Uh, I think Minshew is going to be spreading it 30 times, 35 times a game. Uh, a lot of 300 yard games. I think maybe he'll throw a pick here and there. I think he's going to throw, you know, more TDs to even out. I think that's a great person to have, uh, especially to pair up with a QB. Right. If that's your second right. QB, uh, I think you can feel safe about that. If, you know, if you get someone a little bit earlier, take a risk on maybe, I don't know, someone like a Josh Allen or Rogers Breeze, you don't know. Um and then you want to take, you know, Minshew for the comfort. I think it's going to be great. I think he's durable. I think he's going to throw for what you said. I think he's going to get some garbage points and can help you out. All right. What do
0: you think about Ben Roethlisberger coming back from the elbow injury? I watched a little bit of that documentary that he released. They said his like a lot of the tendons off his elbow came off, ripped off. So they had to repair totally. They said it's really never been seen an NFL quarterback, so we don't know how he's going to bounce back, but Ben's a wily veteran, so what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, gruesome injury. I heard you know from some reports this has been a lingering injury for the past yeah. few years. Um, I'll go back to when they played New England in the AFC championship uh, when we had the whole we had the killer bees roaring, and uh, Le'Veon Bell ended up getting hurt in that game. Big Ben just never stepped up. his, his arm looked shot. He came back and had a decent, had a great year after, Um, but I could see. I mean, this injury lingering around, and then it finally happened. I don't know. It's a risky pick for fantasy. Um, I think it's another guy to maybe want to pair up with someone. You know, if you wait late, um, and maybe you go with like a Jared Goff, Ben Roethlisberger combo, and you know whoever you got with the better opportunity opponent each week maybe give him a few games, especially without preseason. Um, maybe someone to keep your eye on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. One more – we'll touch on quarterback, one more player. Cam Newton going to New England. So, obviously, TB12 took his talents to the uh, Tampa area. So, now Cam has was named the starter today. Got Start the update about two and a half hours ago. Named the starter and captain. So obviously all the reports of Belichick not put up with cam shit is out the window. Cause he was named enough named captain. So, uh, I'm big on cam. I'm a Patriots fan. So obviously I am, but I think especially in the red zone, he's going to have a bunch of red zone attempts, rushing touchdowns. They're going to be, up. they have Michelle, James White, Damian Harris, Rex Barkhead. I think that especially on the ground cam's going to help, but, um, what do you
1: think, Matt? Yeah, I think he's another guy similar to Roethlisberger, maybe a little more potential because of the more touchdowns in the red zone. Um interesting but they, they let go Sanu. I thought some senior leadership um, at the receiver position. Yeah, he was um, owed
0: that 6.5 mil. I think that they wanted to clear some space. And the reports out of
1: camp that looks slow, so I don't know. Yeah, still coming back from the Injury. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think you roll the dice with them. I think if they can move the ball how they want, um, I think in the red zone, like we talked before, they have the, the running backs, you know, obviously not comparing any of them to McCaffrey, but they have some different running backs where yeah. they can get athletic in the goal line and make some solid RPO plays, you know, pretty similar to how he did in Carolina if he can bounce back. So, I think that's something he's going to get custom to, And give you anything close to that, 10 rushing touchdowns, and, you know, yeah, keep, keep the 20 the passing, passing. I, think I think he's he's, he's, worthy, he's worthy of a, of a shot, shot but, but I would, I would, I would wait until those very late rounds Yeah, yeah
0: guys, like I said, there's, there's so many quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Like, there's a ton of dudes. I'm looking at Drew Locke, they have so many passing options on that team right now. Like, those type of guys can get you some wins, like Derek Carr. If you need a by we fill in, in, or you're in a two quarterback, quarterback league, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, be too worried, worried about plugging those dudes in. in. So, let's so let's hit the, hit the running backs.
1: In. Obviously, McCaffrey's, McCaffrey's the guy. guy Saquon
0: Barkley, Zeke, Zeke Elliott, Elliott, All the, the Alvin stuff. I think, I think it's you know, kind of just a little, little, bit, of a little bit of hoopla. He'll be fine. He'll be.
1: They're going to play him. They're going to. I think they should pay him, but
0: obviously it's up to them. So what do you think about running backs in the top ten, Matt?
1: Yeah, top 10. Um, You know, Kamara, I guess he practiced practiced today. So, I mean, that's some positive news. They want to keep him there. They want to get something done. Um, Obviously, Obviously we know where they they fall. fall. Uh, Elliot, Elliot, Kamara, Kamara, Henry. Um, I think think Sanders is going to provide some value to that team as long as he can stay healthy. healthy. Um, Kenyon Drake, explosive Um, in that offense. um, Dalvin Dalvin Cook, Cook, Nick Nick Chubb, Chubb. Um, Halea. I mean, I think think Bell's going to have a great year. I like a we go on. I, mean, I, and I like, like a, lot a lot of Jet, Jet players, players, even though I don't, don't think the Jets going to get wins. Um, I, like I like Le'Veon Bell. Bell. I, I think, think he's going to be, you know, maybe worthy of a second, second. round. Yeah. yeah. Late first, second. Um, it's pretty good. But yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty solid. One sleeper I got that I really like, um, and I was a little little nervous with the Fernet rumors, but now he's not there down in Miami. I really like Burrito. Um, last year he split carries with four different running backs and he still finished thirty first in in the in the league with running backs. So I mean I think if if he's the guy, he averaged five point one yards a carry, which was seventh in the league. Um I think you're gonna see the explosiveness and I think you can get him a little later in the rounds and I think he can provide, you know, some great R B value.
0: Yeah, I have him on my list too. He's uh he's just thought he's gonna get some carries down there. Looking down on the list, too, obviously, Josh Jacobs. He's the guy there. They really have nobody behind him to push him. Nick Chubb, top ten. The only thing with him, I'm worried about Kareem Hunt because Kareem Hunt's too good of a player to keep on the bench. Chubb's the guy, but it's the things so with the outside zone scheme. I think they're going to run a couple guys, two backs. Devin Singletary is the one I'm not high on. I like – Zach Moss a lot. the rookie out of Utah, bigger back, physical. I saw a crazy stat yesterday. Uh, Devin Singletary only had two rushing attempts in the red zone with five yards to go. Because They had Frank Gore last year, obviously, bigger back. But Zach Moss is similar, fresh legs, rookie. So I think Zach Moss is someone that should be looked at later in the rounds if you want to if you do get single or you want to handcuff over, I think he does have some standalone value later in the season. I know we talked about uh, Jonathan Taylor off air. You're not a big fan of him this year, Matt. Why is that?
1: Well, I mean, here's the thing when i looking at that situation. I love Marlon Mack. I've been on the Marlon Mack bandwagon forever. Um, here's kind of why I look at a fantasy perspective. Uh, when Philip Rivers was on the Chargers last year, I know this is the Chargers, but Philip Rivers, you know, the way he plays four wide, seven deep, a lot of drop-offs at running backs. When he was in San Diego, he had 182 targets to running backs. Uh, Taylor, I don't believe, is a great receiving back. Um, he never proved it out of college. I know he worked on it in a combine, but I think that's where Marlon Mack provides value and, and falls right into that You know, perfect 50, 50 to 60 catches out of the backfield. I mean, I think the targets are known from Rivers. I think it's going to come there. And if I had to, I'd pick Marlon Mack over Taylor. But somebody's going to get the targets and somebody's going to get the carries. Um, like I said, with the COVID situation going on, you've got to have some depth. Uh, similar to how you said with Moss um, and Singletary, that combo. I, I mean, I think they both provide standalone value, like yeah. you talked about. Just because Moss is going to get you in end zone and you don't know how this season is going to play out. I think, I think having depth this year is – not a thing to be scared of.
0: I agree. I agree. Looking at the list here, DeAndre Swift, rookie out of uh, Georgia, went to the Lions. Everything I've read, he's banged up a little bit, but they said he should be good for the season over. But uh, on Johnson was there last year. Struggled a little bit with a knee injury, so I think Swift is going to be the guy. Quick pass catcher out of the backfield. Plug him into the Lions offense. I think he's a better running back out of him and carry on. So I think Swift's going to be the guy there. Let's look. Who else do we have? There's Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon in Denver. What do you think about that situation?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, they, I mean, they always say a are ground and pound, right? I mean, you said they have the weapons. Obviously, receivers, the receivers are there. Uh, drafting Judy, uh, Sutton, uh, is a beast. No offense there. So, I mean, they always have a solid line. I think, though, Melvin Gordon is the guy. I think he's going to catch some balls. I think he's going to be solid in that attack. I think he's going to be solid. I don't think he's going to be how he was first round. Uh, I would be a little hesitant to take him in the second. Um, definitely light up in the third. Maybe the end of the second, deep Picks. I know we have a draft of fourteen, so I'm guessing he probably fits in that 26-28 area. Yeah, somewhere around there. So I mean, if you could get some good value on him and he slides, yeah, I think he. I think he could be a RB two. I wouldn't lead him as your RB one. I mean, if you are, you better have some great wideouts. Yeah,
0: that's zero running back at that point. To start. Yeah, because you're going all receivers.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I think he provides some value and going off a of Swift. I am excited to see what Swift got. I hope that he can get a little Reggie Bush-esque when, yeah. when Reggie Bush went to the Lions and resurrected his career and went for 1,000 yards and all those catches. So I think he could definitely do that. Stafford's going to love having a back that he can count on like that. So if Stafford can stay healthy and they get Swift on the field here, I think you know that's someone going into my draft, going into our draft, that I definitely have my eyes on.
0: Yeah, he was started Georgia. He's a PA guy. He's from uh, Philly, St. Joe's Prep. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. right, big time.
0: So let's look at the Tampa Bay running back situation. It was a little more clear yesterday morning, but they added Lenny Fournette to the backfield with Ronald Jones, Keyshawn Vaughn, the rookie out of Vanderbilt, third-round pick, Leshawn McCoy. They have that dar and Guba Wally down there. They have a ton of dudes. I don't trust any of them. Can't really trust any of them, especially with uh, Bruce Arians as the head coach. I think they're going to throw it around a ton. And honestly, if I had to pick one of them, gun to the head, I think Shady would be the one I would want because the pass catching, best pass catching back on the roster. It's just a tough thing. What do you, What's your opinion?
1: Yeah, this is definitely – I've definitely had mixed emotions about this situation. At first, I had McCoy on my top 25 big board for running backs just because of what you just stated, um, catching the ball. I think a lot of dump-offs from Tom, you know, what he did with White and Michelle Colombo. I thought I put with the Rollin Jones-White, a little bit of that. Right. I now, I now think that this is – they've adapted to what the Kansas City Chiefs did Rotating four guys, three guys, and I think McCoy will take that back seat. He's gonna be great leadership. Keep Fournette calm, you know. I mean, he's a spark plug. He can go off at any time. So yeah,
0: he's kind of similar to the uh, Garrett Blunt, I think.
1: Yeah, Grounded I mean, pound guy. I think that they know that it's more of a role situation here. Right. Um, I think Ron Jones is still gonna get ten to twelve carries.
0: Yeah, Ba came out today and said he's still the guy. But how can you believe him when they just yeah, and how many dollars into Lenny? But
1: and how many times are you gonna run the ball? So right. if you're only running the ball fifteen twenty times a game, Fournette's gotta get Fournette's gotta get eight to ten of those. I
0: agree. Right.
1: So I mean, I think McCoy's gonna take a back seat. Might only play third downs, and you'll see Lenny a lot of Lenny, a lot of Rom. I would probably. Stay away, away from those. Uh, Lenny, to me now, is a third-rounder, late third. I wouldn't go any higher than that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I
0: like think that. I'm going to stay away from them totally. I don't know. It's just hard to trust them. Looking on uh, the list again, Cam Akers out of uh, Florida State. Rams running back now. Looks like he's going to be the guy to get the job to start the season with Sean McVay and Jared Goff. I'm looking here. Daryl Henderson's behind him. It's pretty much it. They gotta push him to uh, get some carries. But Cam Akers is a stud. Florida State was terrible last year, and he still had over 1,100 yards rushing, 14 touchdowns. He does have some receiving prowess. He had 69 catches in his time at Florida State. So I'm I'm pretty big on Cam Akers. Round five, six depending on – we do have a 14-team draft on Sunday, so he'll probably go a little sooner than that, maybe fourth round. But I like Cam Akers. RB, RB2, low RB2, flex at this point. So, uh, I'm big on him going forward. you have any sleepers for running backs, Matt?
1: Um, you know, we touched on Marlon Mack um, a little bit. I like the dude from the Redskins. Um, went Gibson, Memphis, Gibson. Gibson. Played, I mean – what is he fantasy-wise? I mean, maybe a flex. I think they were talking, you know, I mean, the guy can play anything. He had so many catches. He could be, you know, he was a thousand, thousand-yard guy. Um, I think he can, you know, the Redskins, you know, hurting for some star power on offense, you know, besides McLaren. Yeah, uh, I
0: mean, how long could Adrian Peterson play?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I Jeez. think Gibson, you know, especially with Haskins running out a shotgun, you know, bringing in some motion. I think he could be an exciting player. I would definitely look for him and another guy. I I, I like this guy last year. He didn't really get his opportunity. I think he does this year. I think Darwin Thompson for the Kansas City Chiefs is somebody I'm gonna look late and I hope to get on my team.
0: We didn't talk about Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I'm a big I'm a big Clyde Edwards Hilaire guy. He reminds me of Brian S Brian Westbrook. I think he fits perfect. So what the Chiefs are going to do. I actually drafted him first overall in a 12-team league over the weekend. It's 11th, and he fell to me at 11. I was excited to get him at 11. So, yeah, let's hit the uh, wide receivers now. Deep class. Deep, deep pool. Michael Thomas is obviously the guy everybody wants. Big Mike. Let's look. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, there's a ton of the guy, top guys up there. What do you think, Matt? Who do you have on the top? your top five?
1: Yeah, I got top, Tom, Thomas Adams. Uh, obviously, Holy is going to be there. Um, Chris Godwin, a guy that I think is going to be top five again. I mean, this isn't really a surprise, but to keep playing with him, I don't know if it's because I fall in love with hard knocks players every year, but – I love Cooper Cups.
0: Yeah, that seems to happen. Everyone falls in love with the hard knocks guy.
1: <laughs> I, I know he's a little banged up. I think he's good to go. Yeah, they um, said he was.
0: I watched him Tuesday. They said he was good.
1: Yeah, and like we've said many times, are the can the Rams be bad two years in a row? No, I don't think so. So I mean, tough I, division. Tough division. I mean, I get the Cooper Cups now. All eyes on him. Robert Woods. Um, they got Van Jefferson. They got Reynolds. I think they're going to be crafty, use them different ways, slot, X, Y, Z, different positions. I think he's still his guy. The, the the rapport's there. Goff loves him. I think he's going to light it up again. Another 100, 110 yards, 110 um, receptions uh, over 1,000 yards. So, I really like Cooper Cup, and I got him in top five-ish. A little maybe over Tyreek Hill just because I got so many weapons, and right. he seems to get banged up a little bit. Um. Yeah, I mean, I got I got some guys after that, but some guys I really like. Like you said, it's a deep class here. So,
0: yeah, I'm a big uh, RB RB first and second round of drafts because I look at this receiver list. And there's a ton of guys. One of my bold predictions: I think Adam Thielen leads the league in targets this sure. Because I mean, with Stefan Diggs moving to Buffalo, I think Thielen he's the guy. I don't think one really has a rapport with Cousins because they brought Justin Jefferson, the rookie out of uh, LSU, and with uh, basically no pre- with no preseason games and no season. It's kind of tough to get a rapport with the quarterback. So I think uh, Thielen has a shot to lead this league in targets. Looking here, Tyler Walker and DeAndre Hopkins – Seattle and uh, with Hopkins going to Arizona. What do you think about that? Get a huge target share in Houston. I think that goes down a little bit because they have Kirk and Larry Fitz, but what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think Hopkins definitely comes down a little bit. Obviously, I mean, you know, he drafts you saw last year, I mean, you could take him four, four through six overall and be fine. You knew he was getting the targets. You knew he was going to produce. I still think he has a good year. Um, I'm thinking more in that 80 reception range, maybe just 1,000 yards and sprinkle in six to eight touchdowns. I think he's going to drop. I think he's going to be great. I mean, there's just so many guys. I mean, you even got Isabella as a fourth receiver. I think they're all going to be – I think it's going to be a systematic approach, pretty much like New England. I mean, whoever's open, you can depend on all three of those guys. I actually right. love. I love Christian Kirk in the slot. Um, I think he's going to explode with the speed. Obviously, Hopkins is a, you know, go-getter, big-time player. I just think with uh, Hopkins running the double team, I think Kirk is going to explode in this offense.
0: I like that. Here we go. I'm going to ask you three sets of two wide receivers. Who has the better season? Teammates. Okay. DK Metcalf or Tyler Loggett.
1: True. This is a tough one. It's crazy too, right? So they brought in Josh Gordon. So I saw that. I I, I know we've talked about this off air. Is I think Seattle is actually going to pass more this year, and I think Chris Carson, Chris Carson's going to take a little hit just because I think they're going to be throwing the ball a little more. Um, so going to this though, I I'd have to go with Tyler Lockett. I mean, I think him and Russell Wilson are are on a solid page. I mean, he runs the intermediate routes. He's a home run hitter. Uh, One-on-one coverage, you're in trouble because, I mean, this guy will light you up. I mean, he was a top receiver last year. I don't see why not again this year. I'd go Tyler Lockett.
0: All right. Michael Gallup or C.D. Lamb?
1: Man, another tough one. I think, you know, everyone's talking about all three of them going for 1,000. I think. Coop, yeah. I think Elliott is going to dive into that, obviously. I mean, the guy still gets receptions. Lamb's been lighting it up from everything that I've you know, heard out of the camp. Uh, obviously, Cooper's been banged up a little bit. I think Lamb's building rapport. I think he's just big body, good-looking receiver. I mean, Gallup came on last year. He had the high average per catch home run hitter. I think he's going to shift to that role a little more without having the slaughter on the outside. I mean, they can move all three of those guys, but I think Lamb's going to succeed the most in that offense.
0: Yeah, he's my prediction to be the top scoring uh, rookie wide receiver. If he gets into the slot and Randall Cobb played there last year for them. Last season, Cobb saw eighty three targets from the same spot in that slot position. So if Lamb gets that, he should have a big year.
1: Resurrected his career too.
0: Yeah. He's now he's with uh, Bill O'Brien in Houston. Signed
1: a nice contract when he seemed like he was telling off.
0: Mike Evans or Chris Godwin?
1: <laughs> How do you bring this up? This is a tough question for me because I'm a pick guy, but I'm going to say Chris Galwin. I think he is a complete package receiver. Um, him and Tom, I mean, are going to be great. He's going to be running those long balls like Randy Moss used to. He's going to be running underneath uh, like Julian Edelman. The thing about Evans is I think he's going to have a solid year, but in that high-powered offense last year, I mean, he only had 65 catches. Yeah, he finished solid. I had 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns. But when the Buccaneers were rolling at the end, he only had, I mean, the last five games he had 17 catches, one touchdown, and zero 100-yard games in the last five. Um, so I think Evan's okay. I think Evan may, might adjust to more of a red zone guy. I think he's – Hundred yard games are definitely going to go down. Um, I can see him in that sixty to eighty range, but yeah, I think all I think Godwin, you know, brings in is going to bring it. Weekend week out count, I go with Godwin.
0: Yeah, I like um, I like them both. I think Evans will be great in the red zone, big target, him and McGraw down there. So, I mean, it's tough to you can't go wrong with either one, but Godwin's more possession guy. Better hands, I think. Looking down here, we have Allen Robinson, DJ Moore. You can get those guys around third round, third, fourth, fifth round with Corton Sutton. I'm big on Terry McLaurin this year. He's the guy, number one, number one threat on the offense. And he has all the rapport with Haskins, Haskins being uh, teammates in Columbus and Ohio State. So I think McLaurin's worth your while in the fourth, fifth round. What do you think about Stefan Diggs, Matt?
1: I think, I think Diggs is going to take a little hit from his usual production. I know he dipped down a little bit, wasn't happy in Minnesota. Allen, I mean, I feel like he's one of those guys that has the biggest potential and the biggest bust. I mean – I feel like this dude, when he's on, he might just be slinging the digs, and digs might have one of those crazy games where he catches 13, 14 passes. Right. Then I think Diggs might go a week where the matchups are a little tough, and he might have one to two catches. I think it's, it's pretty much hit or miss. Now, I could be totally wrong. They could both have solid seasons, and, you know, we hope for that. Josh Allen, you know, definitely grew up. Um, played solid in the playoffs. He's a little erratic, you know. I mean, the guy converted on big fourth downs, so maybe he takes that momentum. And him and Diggs are working together. I mean, they got some other weapons that he likes down there too. Um, yeah. So we'll see how we'll see how that goes. Um, I'll give you one guy that I really like, and, and you're gonna have to come up for him this year. Fourth round, if you're lucky, maybe drops the fifth. Uh, you know. Like Chris Berman used to call Amani Toomer, well dressed Amani Toomer. I'm going to tell you, Calvin Ridley looks like a football player. Yeah, that guy he's tough. looks great in pads. He lo- he runs Chris routes. He's fast. I mean, he had a monster year last year, and then he got hurt. Um, I think their third receivers like Laquan Treadwell. Um, so, I love Julio Jones. I love Ridley there, and we'll talk about the tight end later. But I think. Ridley, come up and get him because that guy is not going to be on the board too long.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are saying he's the Chris Gallvin this year, jumping on the scene and winning leagues, helping you win leagues. We have I'm a I like Keenan Allen as a football player, but I don't know about his fantasy stock this year. I think I saw Anthony Lynn said Taylor's the, their guy to start the season, and they obviously have Eckler. I think they're going to be run more, more run oriented this season. So I think Keenan Allen takes a step back from his production last year. But he's still solid. You can put him in the flex. Should be their red zone guy, him and Hunter Henry. Any other receivers you want to talk about, Matt?
1: I'll tell you a guy that I love. And it's a shame that he's a little banged up right now. That's my guy, Rashard Pierman. I mean, I think this guy is a home run hitter. I think if he is healthy and he can play – I think Sam Donald is going to show off this year on the scene. I think Pearman could end up top 15 receiver. I mean, the last five games of the year, last year for the Buccaneers, I mean, this guy was, what, the fourth receiver? He had 25 catches, five touchdowns, three 100-yard games. He finished the season fifth in averaging 17.9 yards per catch. He only had 36 catches but he had 645 yards. I think this guy is electric. I think he's He's going to be Donald's guy. I also like Crowder, but But I think think if Pierman can stay healthy, that's that's the question. question. I'd be willing willing to to take a flyer on him a little bit later later in the rounds here, and this guy could work out to be one of your starting receivers later in the season. I like that. I like that. I uh, hit on –
0: I said Sterling Mm -hmm. Shepard earlier, undervalued guy. Big on him. I think he's going to be great for Daniel Jones this year in the slot area. Deontay Johnson out of Pittsburgh, he led all rookie receivers last year in receptions with – and that was with Doc Hodges and Mason Rudolph, at quarterback. So, if we think Big Ben's going to be right, Deontay Johnson will be a big beneficiary of that. Going down the list for some sleepers I have, I like, Bo- I like two Colts – receivers michael pittman jr the rookie out of usc and paris campbell the the second year guy out of ohio state i think t.y hill on one side one of those guys have to make plays campbell more in the slot i know he's coming back from a concussion in camp but i think he should be ready to go and michael pittman was so steady at usc he's gonna be a good pro i think what do you think about those two matt
1: Oh, yeah. Love those guys. Um, when Pittman got drafted, we, we were saying, go up and get him. Um, I was hoping he was going to follow the Steelers, uh, but no chance there. No, I mean, I think he's great. And I love Paris Campbell last year. Yeah. I, you know, I was sad he had those injuries that really nagged him, got him behind the depth chart. Came, I mean, he had some. So, I mean, he's going to be high average guy. I think he's a fantasy guy. If he can stay healthy, he's going to be one of those guys like Pyramid that he might not need more than five catches a game and he might hit that hundred. Right. Yards. I mean he's a high average guy. I could see him anywhere in that fifteen to eighteen per catch. I yeah, I love Parrish Campbell. I think you, you take him down the road and give him a few games and mesh with Rivers and he he could be, you know, your receiver three. He's Talking over.
0: about guys that need one or two catches, Henry Ruggs from the Raiders needs one or two catches to change the game completely. He could take it to the house with any catch anytime he touches the ball. I like him a lot this season because Derek Carr throwing the ball around over there. I think Gruden them. I think their offense is going to be better. Josh Jake. They lost Tyrell Williams Big to ball. IR, but Brian Edwards, the rookie out of South Carolina, That's should take his snaps. I like him late late. Get him end of this end of your drafts. He's somebody that could. Uh, might be able to surprise some people and make you look smart.
1: Hey, if you already had a draft, go pick them up. Yeah if, yeah, if you already had a draft,
0: go roster uh, Brian Edwards. A lot of people already probably have the. So, yeah, let's look at the uh, tight ends. Similar to the quarterbacks, I think there's a lot of guys here that can help you this season. Obviously, Kittle, Kelsey are the guys. Mark Andrews is uh, – third on my list in my personal rankings. He had a huge season last year, big touchdowns, but that has to regress. That has to. Nobody can keep those numbers up like that. What do you think, Matt?
1: Yeah, I mean, look at the top guys. I think Andrews drops a little bit, right? Um, he They lost my guy, which was a nice little rotation. Big Hayden Hurst, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, at the top, I mean, I think – Ertz is pretty solid. I mean, he he got some crazy receptions with that receiving core that got. They were depleted. alive, I feel like they're always injured. But Go Dart, I had him last year. I picked him up midseason, and that guy was averaging five catches. Goddard. Yeah, he's gone. Sorry, Goddard. He was averaging, I mean, just as much. So I don't know if they'll rock that two tight end system as heavy this year with some healthy receivers. Got a new draft pick, shiny toy out there. So, I mean, I think I love Evan Ingram. I hope he can stay healthy. We love Daniel Jones. Yeah, I think Sterling Shepard's great, but I think this is going to be Danny Jones' guy. I think it fits in. Split him out wide. I think he's going to be his red zone target. I think he's going to be a safety blanket. I think, you know, I, I got it all lit up for Evan Ingram.
0: Yeah, Tyler Higby. He's another guy. He had a huge season towards the end of last year. Gerald Everett was banged up, so Higby took majority of the number one tight end snaps in L.A., but they have so many weapons. It's tough to draft him. Not draft him. Obviously, he's going to draft drafted, but tough to put him in there every week. I think He's going to produce big-time numbers. There's Hunter Henry out of the L.A. Chargers. Like I said earlier, more running-oriented, I think. It's going to happen in L.A., but if he could stay healthy. He's a great security blanket for Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert. And they got um, Mike Williams over there, so they do have some red zone targets. Looking here, Gronk. Now, coming back, he didn't play last year, retired, came back healthy, looks good to go. But they have so many weapons in Tampa Bay, it's hard to. What do you think, Gronk, number wise, this year? <sighs>
1: I mean, it's it's hard to say. Speaking of this tight end group, I think is the deepest it's been in a long time. But yeah, I mean, I have Gronk ranked around that seven, eight area. I think yeah, him, I have him seven right here. Him and Ebron pretty close. Not going I think a stat line. If you told me to throw something out, I think, I think it's gonna be pretty similar to was last year in New England, just faster. I think stat wise talking, I think you're gonna be in that. Mid-50, low 60, maybe around 700, 800 yards. Hopefully he hauls in eight touchdowns. I mean, that's a pretty solid year for a tight end. I mean, that puts you right there at seven seven or eight. Right. And I think you can wait on tight ends. He'd be a great guy to pair up with some of these guys we're about to name. And I think if you could pair him up with this guy who I think is going to finish – I think he's going to be like that Andrews Andrews spot. I think he's going to finish top five. And I think that's Hayden Hurst. I think Hayden Hurst is going to have a monster year. I mean, he's a four six guy. He was in the, he got drafted for the West Coast offense last year. He was in Lamar Jackson's custom offense. Uh, he's behind Aaron Andrews. Uh, this year, he's in Dirk Cutter's offense. Dirk Cutter loves tight ends. We all saw O.J. Howard flourish in that offense. I mean, last year as a backup, he was six in the NFL and catch rate at 77%. So, I mean, if you throw it to him, he's going to catch it. Right. Um, I think with that speed, like I said, we love Ridley. I love Helio Jones, but they're lacking some receivers. I think Hayden Hurst, split him out wide, red zone guy. I think Hayden Hurst, man, whenever you can get him um, – You'd be able to get him laying rounds, too. I think in that 8-10 to 10 area, yeah, it's pretty solid.
0: probably around there. That's what probably like Noah Fahans and TJ Hawkinson will go. fan of the Denver and Hawkinson or Detroit, both Iowa guys. They'll provide some uh, tight end one value, too. My sleeper, I like Chris Hurd and
1: oh, the Jets. Great.
0: I mean, I, know he, I saw he walked off the field. Struggling the other day, got off the field, or foot injury. They said said he should be good to go. He had a huge year two years ago. Last year was suspended first four, then got hurt. But I think heard is somebody that could have uh, later round. That if you need a tight end two or the a tight end, he'd be the guy. There's obviously Darren Waller we missed. He had a huge season. He's another guy that the Raiders would rely on. That's pretty much it for the tight ends.
1: Dude, I got I got one steal, and it's another guy. Saddens me that he's hurt right now. I uh, can't wait for him to get back, and that's Trey Burton. Oh yeah, Jack Jack Doyle has been out, got that neck injury, uh, you know, full banged up. Philip Rivers last year in the Chargers. I know I spoke about that the running backs, but I mean he targeted tight ends nearly a hundred times, ninety eight times to be exact. Somebody's got to catch the ball, right? I mean, Rivers loves that dump and pump. Um, I think Trey Burton too, an athletic guy. He's uh, been around the league. Um, you know, with some young guys in Indianapolis with, like we spoke, Campbell and um, Pittman. Pittman. I think if Burton can get healthy, he's a great guy to pair up with somebody. Take a take a second tight end. Take a flyer on him because he could have monster monster production as as the year progresses.
0: All right, all right, guys. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. That was the first installment of Run the Damn Ball podcast. Hopefully you guys have great draft weekends. I know Matt, me and Matt have two drafts Saturday. and uh, We have one Saturday, one Sunday. So hopefully we helped you guys out here. Let us know who you guys picked and how your drafts went over the weekend. We'll be sure to check in with you guys. A little bit going forward. Uh, next, next week, we're going to release an episode with our predictions, MVPs, who, rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, and uh, divisions, playoffs, who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. So be on the lookout for that, guys. Thank you very much for listening.